from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Who are you looking up? Huh. You name it. Just looking. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan in the studio. Uh, Jonathan's finally jumping into the donuts. I'm looking. It's I ain't jumping time. into nothing. Jumping into the donuts. The siren song finally got him to like wreck a, that ship, man. I must be like a bear. I smell it. <laughs> it's over. It's <laughs> all over. The but box. It's all over but the finger licking right there, boy. It's all well, done. Well, we're speaking about all over. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? Good morning, fellas. What? What? You sound. Why are you so quiet? Are you in the woods? Let me tell you something. I am sitting in North Cove, Lake Kissimmee, watching two junior anglers fish the Bobby Lane Cup. And today is one of those days I wish I had my 12 gauge because we are covered up with ducks. Really? What kind of ducks? Holy bananas. Do you know what they kind won't of ducks? get close enough. <laughs> they're, 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 they start flying when I get about. 60 yards away from them. I can't tell what they are. Well, I was talking to Officer Nick uh, last week, and he was telling me about uh, the ducks are pretty heavy right now, surprisingly to him as well, he said, because of really not having a lot of cold air to, to, to push them down. And, uh, but right. uh, everywhere he's been doing, uh, I guess, stakeouts is what you'd want to call it, just mm-hmm. checking to make sure everybody's looking. good. Yeah, uh, he said the numbers now, are really now great. I will say this. Now that I just told everyone that it's in North Cove and Lake Kissimmee, there's going to be 7,000 duck boats in here next weekend. <laughs> well, Probably. North Cove is a pretty hot area to start with. I'm surprised oh, you don't have a lot of company. Yeah, I, I'm shocked because you know, I didn't see any duck guys whenever we launched this morning at Camp Mac. So no. uh, I'm don't see anything going. Well, so. they'll be going. Uh, they'll be getting there next week, and then you won't have any <clears throat> place to fish. So good luck with that. Now, that's right, that's right. I know the reason why you're calling is because you got some big uh, special event happening next weekend, don't you, out at Southeastern Dish Count Tackle? That's right. Yeah, this is our big annual you know, fundraiser, Metropolitan Ministries. This is this is our big event. You know, this is the one we look forward to every year. You know, this is the one we challenge our fishing community to to donate, to give back, to to do everything, to put hand on community and um, everything in our store this year. We try to make it bigger and better than the year before, so we're going to have a minimum of at least 20% on all the goods there at the store. But I was I was shocked whenever Mike brought in the ad and you know we kind of game plan for stuff. We got a lot of stuff, 50, 60, all the way up to 80%. Wow, that's um, a good deal. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. As you know, we bring in all the factories from every major fishing organization across the world. Um, they'll be there at our facility. And I have a lot of pro staff guys there. Um, all we ask is if you're going to participate in getting, you know, the goods that, you know, that you want, we ask that you bring in, you know, $10 uh, to donate it back so we can um, turn it into toys, turn it into fishing stuff so we can donate to Metropolitan Ministries. Um, just a, a, a big time for us. We look forward to it every year. Well, I know last year we had a great time out there with you guys uh, in I, I didn't get to stay all day, but uh, I'm hoping that the 
turnout was good and that uh you, you achieved the we, goals that you we, had we got some christmas shopping in anyway yes we did <laughs> yeah yeah we um every year it's a big thing for us so we're blessed we, we we do well this is our third annual event you know we still kind of learn as we go haven't quite figured out all the nuances yet to have such a you know a large event but it, it gets better and better every year and the stuff that we have on special this year it's just it's insane guys well i know, you know that I know. I was going to say. I know it's a, it's a kid friendly event, so we in, encourage everybody to bring the kids out there. And as Glenn pointed out, it's a great time to do some Christmas shopping for that Fisher person in your life who likes to go out and uh, either go offshore, inshore, freshwater. It doesn't matter. You got all that stuff there. I will tell you this: that if you're planning on going, if you're listening to the show and you want to go, get there uh, early. Get there early, and let's remember <laughs> that you'll be parking across the street. You'll be parking on the uh, west, side. west side of uh, of the road, and then uh, right. trucking across uh, to get to the other side. They do have a crosswalk. Do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, we have a crosswalk, and now we have big signs made up. Again, we learn more and more each time we do one. So we'll have big signs out there showing that our parking lot's closed and where to park and. Um, you are correct. It'll be over at the church, and uh, you'll see the big tents in our parking lot with every major vendor, you know, located in the tents. And well, I was gonna, um, I was going to say the reason why you have to park across the street is because the, the entire parking, parking lot. lot is full of of stuff. I mean, it is. Of I don't know where you, I don't know where you store all that stuff. I don't either. It's just it just amazes me every time I walk into that. It's a that secret, store. Mark. Tell them. It is. You it's walk in be. and it's wall to wall, ceiling to floor, just full of everything. And then when you go out into the parking lot, yeah. it's the, it's you, twice as much. Black, exactly. Black, yeah, you hear I, I, military I say black site facilities. I well, guess so. We have black site facilities. That's right. Yeah, I'd like to talk to Jonathan and see if I can start storing stuff over there at his place. <laughs> hey, yeah, we can work something out. I got a new building. I might be able to help you out with that problem. <laughs> So big, big thing for us guys, and I appreciate all the love and everything that y'all do. You know, as you know, we try to we try to put hand on community a couple of times a year. This is our way of uh, of doing that. You know, a lot of people aren't as fortunate as we are, and at the end of the day, we have to be truthful about that and understand that whatever we can bring to the pot to, to help out families, you know, give them new fishing equipment, get them clothes, like that kind of thing. You know, that's. That's what we want to align ourselves with. That's that's what we want to be a part of, you know. Yeah. God, God gives us, you know, the, the, the things that he gives us on a daily basis. A lot of these things we take for granted, and, and this is why we do what we do. Hey, Mark, real quick, I want to say something. I'm unfortunately yeah. not going to be there next week because I will be back in the woods. Uh, but uh, it was brought to my attention, and you probably will get a kick out of this, that uh, – I was told to tell you guys thank you for the stuff that was sent up there because I found out from some of the people in the Bluntstown and all that area that uh, some of the materials that were sent up there by, of course, they're saying thank you to everybody from this area for doing what they did. But, you know, I wanted to pass that along to you guys. Well, I appreciate that. And, again, it's one of those tragic things. I talked to some of the guys that got affected by the hurricane. And, you know, for our small little store to be able to, to pack, you know, a trailer, a, a large enclosed trailer full of product. You know, that's, that's, you know, it makes us feel good, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things that if we have it, we'll share it. If we don't, mm-hmm. we'll find ways to get it. You know, I, I appreciate all my customer base and the Tampa Bay community to come together and do that. And, you know, these kinds of events that we have coming up, this is our way of thanking all of them. You know, this is, you don't get to find 
you know, Shimano products 20 to 80 percent off. You know, I don't care what you want. There will be a, at least a 20 percent discount on all goods. So it's just, you know, it's it's a fun time for us. Mm-hmm. Fun time. Yeah, and it's a time where I actually do have to leave my kids at home because otherwise I just spend way, way, way too much money. <laughs> well, Mark, are y'all catching any uh, fish out there with the junior anglers? Well, um, <laughs> but oddly enough, Jonathan um, is is one of the uh, young guys in my boat. Um, I'm I'm not a big whopper plopper fisherman, but he says, "You think that they'll hit a whopper plopper?" I said, "Well, go go ahead and try it." Like the fourth or fifth cast, he has one about three to four pounds, blow up on it, brings it almost to the boat for them to net it for the tournament, and it gets off. Yeah! And then right when I got on air with y'all, he had another one at the boat that got off. So right now, Jonathan is 0 for 2. Sounds like the Jonathan Uh, on the radio show, too. (laughs) Well, you know, I have a feeling that these guys are going to start whacking them pretty soon. The weather's, you know, it's, it's great out here. Um, it's, it's just an awesome time. Awesome time. I've never done one of these events. I just wanted to, you know, donate my time at least, and, you know, my boat, my product for the guys to go out and have a good time. Tomorrow morning I fly out to Virginia to go hunting before my event, so I'll be gone for about four days, and and then um, back to it. Well, what uh, what school do you have on your boat? Uh, Jonathan, what school do you have there? Pasco High School. Pasco? Mm-hmm. Well, they need some help. Well, they don't have well, a large team. Tell, hey, Mark, tell from yeah. the, that tell that Jonathan from this Jonathan. Forget the net. It's called the Jesus technique. You make them walk on top of the water and you horse them in the boat. <laughs> fling them in. Right. Just fling them in. Right. I, I told Mike whenever I told him that I was going to call you guys just to talk about our metropolitan event. I said, you know, me being out on this boat on my boat, I'm like a crack at it. You know, I have to fish. And yeah. I'm not allowed to fish as a nope. captain. Yeah. And I'm sitting here. I'm biting my fingers. I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I could just cast yeah. right there. Yeah. You know, it is, it's absolutely painstaking. Guiding is fun, my friend. Yeah, and I'm sure that those kids really yeah. enjoy every second where you're sitting there going, don't throw there, throw over there. Look right there. See that ripple right there? There he is right there. He's sitting over there. No, throw right yeah. there. Slow it down. <laughs> just let us fish. Don't tell us where to cast. Yeah, really. <laughs> Just shut up, old man, and drive the boat. That's yeah. why you're here. Well, Mark, we look forward to seeing you, man, and good luck oh, up there up gosh. north uh, uh, during your hunting trip, man. We hope you're successful up there because you can't yeah. do squat today. So uh, uh, That's right. That's uh, right. And I'll be in touch with you too, guys. I'm going to shoot you all some emails and stuff on Facebook. You don't mind sharing it with yeah. you know, your community of people. And no, we'll I just want to get my word out as much as I can and, you know, Thank all of my Tampa community guys to come in and shop with us, and I'll certainly make it worthwhile. Very nice. Well, uh, good. like I said, good luck up there, and uh, send us some pictures of that Be big careful, giant Mark. deer you get up there too, man. Yeah, will do. All right, Definitely brother. will. See you, man. I'll have care, guys. I'll have fun. You yeah. You know, I don't think you're going to need too much sunscreen today, but you never know. So, Eddie, uh, we'll get to you when we get back from this break. Don't go anywhere. We are being a wild. Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford. Stay there, we'll Eddie. Be right back. Here we go. Good Lord. Big and wild outdoors. Uh, Braden, Glenn, and Jonathan in the studio. Aaron's in there. Of course, uh, Steve Austin made his obligatory uh, entrance in during the break. It'll be it's on, always uh, good to see Steve. He'll be on Q105 uh, till, till the sun goes down, and then he'll be over on QYK. I don't think he gets a break today, so he'll be uh, running around. He'll be a busy fellow. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Eddie. Eddie! Good morning, fellas. How C- y'all doing? Congratulations, Grandpa. 
Thank you. Yeah, so you're going to name him Braden. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, his name's Carter, actually. Close to Carlos, huh? Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, man, you went with Carlos instead of Braden? Come on, man. <laughs> That's hardcore, hey, man. Braden. Yeah. I got my first kill with my new Tika. You know what? I, I was following you intentively on Facebook because you were posting all those great pictures of you up there, but you didn't put anything of the deer that you got. So uh, what well, what's the deal, man? Was it you just kept it a, a secret so you could reveal it here on the show? Well, it's just a doe. I got me a nice doe. I didn't see any uh, shooter bucks. A lot of young bucks, but no shooter bucks. Ah, well. You know, does eat good, but too. I got me a Oh, she's good eating. Yeah. I got me a nice dough last Wednesday morning about 8 o'clock. I seen seven of them. I said, I need to take one. This is crazy. Just sitting here watching them all walk away. I'm like, eh, I'll harvest me one. Sausage on the hoof, baby. Sausage well, on the hoof. Yeah, somebody's got to make deer bacon sure out enough. of something. Well, now, uh, did you hit where you were aiming, or did you uh, mess <laughs> that trigger up with that Tika and, and, uh, and butt shooter? Dead square in the chest. There you go. What are you, is that where you she wanted? Was, is that where you wanted it? Yep. She was looking dead square at me. She kept looking up, looking up. I was sitting there in that shooting house. She kept looking up. I like look up one more time. I'm pulling the trigger. She looked up one more time and laid her right where she sat, where she stood. I love those tracking jobs. It's amazing what a 22 long rifle will do. <laughs> <laughs> With a hollow point. With a hollow point. <laughs> <laughs> that 270 later down, even though that wasn't one of the most popular rounds. Oh, man, come well, on. I figured now. you was going to really tell us that you got it with the front fender of that Kenworth or something. But... <laughs> oh, no, man. Oh, oh that 270 will work. Uh, you know what? I, I, oh, yeah. it, there's always been the – I don't know why it is, but somewhere every year some writer always does the comparison of the 270 versus the 30-06. So now Glenn is a big 30-06 guy. He likes to stick with 165 grain. And uh, yeah, it works. Blow your, shoulder, blow your shoulder out while you're trying to shoot it. No, I'm good. He's you just got to, you know, some people it may happen to, but for me, I'm good. You got to remember, he's that you stocky gotta a, Irish. You got to be a big man. He's that stocky Irish blood, man. It ain't, you ain't going to knock it over a barrel of booze, man. You're not going to knock that over. <laughs> <laughs> you may you may you may roll it back and make it roll around, but you ain't, gonna knock it up. <laughs> you ain't gonna roll it down. But now it's so funny because uh, when it comes down to it, they always give you the great comparisons about how the two seventy is a flatter shooter, and you only lose about two hundred feet per second or foot pounds of energy between that and a thirty out six. But they never pick one over the other. Anytime they never right. pick well, one they don't over want to the other. Make anyone mad? Exactly. So. They, they don't ever. They don't ever go. Well, and, and all in all, ballistically and everything else, the two seventy hey, is a superior. It, it's weapon. Ford, Chevy, and Dodge. Yeah, I was whatever say, you. I mean, whatever you exactly. your boat. When you have good luck and uh, with, you know, good uh, report with everything that you have, then you stick with it. You exactly. You know, if you yep. get, if it lasts, if it works, then why change? Yeah. If it drops it at four well, or five hundred yards. I see my next rifle that that damn uh, Tika Hunter Light that they have out. I want to get that at six point five. There you That's go. That's a nice rifle. Yeah. Well, see now you're shooting a now you're shooting a two sixty Remington basically a little with a little more uh, mm -hmm. with a different with a bullet bigger on shoulder it. with a different bullet. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. And uh, I, I've seen I, I felt that rifle and I had it in my arms or had it in my hands folded up. I'm like, 
this thing is smooth. So that's my next rifle. That Tiga shoots wonderful, man. That trigger is hair light. She's only about uh, two and a half pounds pull. She shoots, and she's dead on. Yeah, if I didn't own a Sig, I'd have, a, I'd already have a Tika. That's for sure. It's mm-hmm. a great rifle. I'm very, I'm very happy with the one I got. Yeah, and you and you will for years and years and years to come, especially until in you wear it out. You ain't gonna wear that thing out, man. Not in his lifetime. You're not shooting donkeys nope. in the Grand Canyon with a 20, 220 Swift. You're not gonna wear that thing out. Sure I, enough. I thought I was gonna wear mine out, but it's still going good. That pump of yours? Yeah, yeah man, sure. I have. That it, pump of yours could go through it, three more generations and still shoot straight. Yeah, that's uh, it. it <laughs> when I when I think about how many deer and hog I've taken with that thing, it's uh, there should be no rifling left in the barrel. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it'd be like a smooth bore. What are you talking about? It's just like a diesel engine. It's just starting to get tuned. That's up. That's right. Just put some more extra oil in it, and you're good for another hundred thousand miles. <laughs> I'll have me a new hunting buddy in a couple of years. He'll be sitting with me. Oh, that's see, that's there the thing go. to look forward to because Glenn, I tell you what, uh, you know, uh, he spent a lot of time in his in the woods with his son in his early years, and then of course with uh, Courtney in the later years. But the way he totes around that grandson of his, man, we'll never see him yep. again. We'll never see him once that kid yeah. can tote his own <laughs> rifle. He'll never he's, be. Here. He's coming along really good. Cause, uh a year ago, I had to catch the lizards, and today he's filling up the bucket. There you he go. He has got it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be uh, it'll be the Eddie and Glenn never call or be around the show ever again yeah. when they turn five or six. Oh, right. come on, fellas! I'll call you from the shooting house. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I will say though, uh, you know, with Wyatt, he he likes to hold the fish. He likes to get them up off the hook and put them in the bucket. Yep. And uh, now I just got to get him to clean them. <laughs> <laughs> he Easy. turned four, so he's ready to start cleaning. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> at least scaling them, anyways. Exactly. Well, uh, hey, good luck out there. I'm glad you got your dough. Uh, I guess you're going to get her processed and turn her into all kinds of great and delicious products. And oh, uh, she's done. They called me already. She's done. She's in. Um, just ready to be picked up. So I'm going back up on the 12th of December for uh, four days. So hopefully I'll have something to drop off when i pick up there you go that's the way to do it and uh if you take your if you take your semi you might hit two or three of them on the way up so you'll be good easy easy i can't that costs money it does Uh, my brother sent me a picture of the one in pennsylvania on the front of his his tractor he got him this morning got him a nice (laughs) got him a nice dough i think this morning yeah it was messed up Mm, yeah they hurt the only thing they had to replace on mine was the, the the bumper but don't want don't want to hit nothing any bigger than that. That's after 21 years of driving truck. That's the only one I've ever hit. I've come close several times, but that's the only one I've ever hit. Yeah. So I'm doing pretty good. No, well, it's a pretty good record. Uh, you call us back when you get a hog <laughs> <laughs> or a bear or, or a, a panther. Heading down 27 through uh, through all that down there, heading towards 75 to Miami. There's a lot of semis hit gators down there. Oh yes, yeah, it's just a bump in the road. Literally. I was coming back yesterday morning from uh, Clewiston, right there downtown Clewiston. The semi hit a big old hog right in the middle of Clewiston. That don't surprise me. Yeah, down there, there, that's that's just a natural occurrence. Yeah, you you didn't stop and check it? (laughs) I'm surprised the hog was still laying in the road. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Check that bad boy and Uh, take him home. One of our competitors said that driver wasn't having a good day. A Cheney brother driver hit it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm saying in Cluiston, I'm shocked that when he hit it, by the time it stopped spinning, there wasn't four trucks pulled over. Exactly. It was going to get a piece of him. Nope. The only one that was there was the uh, police officers. Huh. Well, they had to move it off the road. Well, Eddie, thanks for giving us the call this morning, and be safe, and good luck when you get back up there and get another one, put it in a cooler, and bring it home and get it done. I shall, I shall try. Eddie, go Gators. Y'all have a blessed day. You See do you, the same. Thank Bye, you. Eddie. <laughs> He's trying to start a conversation, ain't he? I guess. I've heard Gators ever since I've got in here. How about them dogs? You know, <coughs> How about them dogs? <laughs> you didn't want me to mention Charlie Oaks was listening. He sent a little text earlier about FSU, too. So I I, I read it to, to uh, someone else in the room while you were out of the room. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get that started in here. Is there a game today? There's not yeah. a game. There's a game today? Yes. Yeah, you got championship who, who games you playing, today. Who are they playing today? Georgia and Alabama's playing. Aaron's checking. Uh, Clemson and Pitt's playing. Because she's got to uh, get it started and get them in here. So, so she'll be here running the game. So. Oh, I'm not running it today. You're not? You're just getting it started and then Are they out? broadcasting the ACC championship game on here? Or? I'm, I, and is, if FSU is playing, they are. No, they're not playing. <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, then, they're, then we're not. Yeah. So there you go, in your face. <laughs> Well, I wanted to say this. Uh, speaking of roadkill, I got a couple of actually uh, some stories about roadkill that I thought I'd bring up to you. Uh, one of them was a DNR officer says a deputy admitted illegally sawing the antlers off of a roadkill deer. Well, you know, I've seen that story, too, this past week. It came out, and, uh, you know, at first I thought, well, what's wrong with that? But really what was wrong with it was the the way it happened. Well, the reason I, you know, I hate to, I don't want to be judgmental on the guy, but uh, the, the deputy sheriff has been fined $195 for taking the, uh, antlers off of the dead deer. Now, what it was is it was a car versus a deer accident up in Iowa and a man who came upon the wreck, he actually called the authorities and asked for a salvage tag for the deer, which we have here in the state of Florida, if yep. I'm not mistaken. And under the state law, the motorist who hit the deer or a bystander at the accident scene can request a salvage tag. Correct. So you don't have to be involved in it. You can just run up there real quick and go, hey, buddy, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. What you going to do with this deer? Officer, I'd like to get a salvage tag <laughs> before Glenn can answer. And, uh, like I said about the hog and Yeah, you, you beat him to the <laughs> no punch. No tag needed. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you can request one. And it gives a permission, uh, the person the permission to possess the deer. Without the tag, it's illegal to take roadkill deer from the scene of an accident. So according to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, uh, the Green County deputy declined to issue the salvage tag at the accident scene. But later that day, the man who had asked to take the deer drove by the scene and told authorities that he saw the deputy in uniform sawing the antlers off the deer. Must state, have been a good set of antlers. A state conservation officer questioned the deputy, and he indicated that he admitted that he took the antlers home. So the DNR officer seized the antlers and cited the deputy for unlawful possession of white-tailed deer antlers. Now, what gets me is that... The guy went back to the side. To yeah, the why scene. was he going back? Exactly. <laughs> you know why he was going back. I'm going to get him. Because he's like, if that deer's still there, I'm going to drag that sucker home, man. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what he was doing. And uh, the deputy was the one that got caught. Anyway, we got to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. Yeah, you did. No, he did not. Him. Steve Austin's here in the studio bothering us again. 
regaling us with stories of groundhogs in Tennessee. Not just groundhogs, but a mountain lion. Ground, groundhogs and mountain lions. You know, I've, had, get I've any had better. a weird life in that everywhere I've lived, I run into a mountain lion. We were out of Edwards you have Air cat Force problems. Base. Yeah, when I was out at Edwards <laughs> Air Force Base with my dad, and I'm like 13, uh, we were out there jackrabbit hunting, and I've flipped a big piece of tin over in a ghost town. And there's a mountain lion under it. Screams at me and runs up the hill, and I screamed and ran toward my dad. <laughs> but, yeah, I run and down there. Uh, Glenn and I hog hunting one time at a place down in down south of here, and uh, I was sitting in a, in a tree stand. We're pig hunting, and and Florida panther walked under me on a frozen cold morning. Yeah, he says, "Mr. Austin, are you got us a pig yet? Because I'm hungry." <laughs> yeah, man. No wonder with no pigs around. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, we're wondering why there's none hardly any of the Everglades anymore. Uh, you, you guys are the experts. How are the Florida Panthers doing? Uh, against vehicles, not so good. No, I know. Well, they're it, doing pretty good. In the wild, they're in the wild down south. They're actually doing quite well on the what was left of the pig population. Yeah, uh, they've been <laughs> eating them out of house and home out of there. So uh, you know they've you, they've they really... the, remember we used to try to go kill pigs out there at USF. You see all these people posting pictures now. The pigs are eating their big fancy yards. Out there. Oh yeah, sure. It's like up in now Vermont. they want to get them gone. Yeah. They, they made it, they got nervous because we had on camo shirts. And have oh, those yeah. guys out here are killing pigs with bows. Yeah, they're making they're going to be uh, slaughtering. Uh, you know uh, how those people are in the camo. They'll take over. <laughs> They will. <laughs> yeah, if they are uh, got tanks and stuff, sure we will. All right, I've disrupted your show enough. Okay, no, fine. That was, Thank you. Thanks for blessing us with Thank your presence, you. sir. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Uh, Anytime, I'm kind of lonely these days. <laughs> Well, you want a donut? Yeah, there's one left. Uh, we one, no, we thank one you, no. no. Give it to somebody that uh, some Mickey D's might need here, it. Okay. Well, who's, well, who's in the building? Who am I going to give it to? Aaron. We've Aaron, already, you want a donut? We've already made her eat like five of them. Isn't she I'm the so best? Full. It's she Thanksgiving is. morning. She's awesome. Full. Yeah, she's still, uh, she's still working. I only like four people in the building, and she's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Including herself, that's down to two, and then ain't down us. To two. So yeah. it ain't us. <laughs> So that's right. No, you guys are okay. Sorry. Sorry. Once again, sorry for okay. interrupting. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. See you. Let me see you get out. Hi. Hi, hey, Val. Hi. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm out at Bone Valley today. Oh, so uh, how many uh, how many ATVs, UTVs you guys uh, went out and wrecked already? No, we haven't wrecked any, but we have six out here to, to test drive today. But you got to bring a can of food or two to to get in to ride for free. Now, what we're telling our listeners that if you want, uh, if you bring four people, then you should bring four cans of food. And uh, is that a pretty that's, fair trade? Uh, that's a fair. That's a fair assumption. But they need to bring at least eight: one to get in the doors and one to get on our ride. Oh, okay. So you want to double it up? Yes. Yes, we want to double it up. Very nice. So, uh, do you know which vehicles you actually do have out there? I know that I think one of the Prowlers made it out there today. We have a Prowler. We got a Wildcat. We got a, a Stampede. We got the Havoc X out here, and we have um, a little Quad out here. I'm not quite sure. It's a Textron out here. It's an Altera. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a nice one. So, and and of course, if you uh don't have one or you do have an atv and you want to bring it out there you can just bring a can of food and drive your own yeah absolutely there you yeah go. it's a little breezy out here it's overcast but it's really nice out today yeah, good that, day for ride yeah that makes it for a good day to get out there and go mess around out in the woods it's a good time had by all no rain yet yeah 
No rain yet. We're also doing a enter for a chance to win a, a free fly racing jersey. We got four of them to give away out here. So, yeah, come on out. Sign up. Now, exactly, uh, do you know exactly how to get there? Because we've uh, discussed we Bartol, Mulberry, and uh, Grand Junction. And, uh, it's off yeah, of 630. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when people ask me how do you get to Glenn's place, I go, I don't know. I just know how to get there. It's one of those deals. Uh, yeah, it's off of 630. It's off at 6.30. The address is 10427 County Road, 6.30 West in Mulberry. Yeah, it's easy to do. All you have to do is just go look up Bone Valley ATV Park, and uh, you'll find a million pages for it. And they got f- yeah, yeah. There's, like, open ride areas, hill climbs, training areas, picnic spots, and so much more. So, yeah. of course, you gotta you got to abide by the rules, though. That is true. And it's a very nice place out there. To, uh, it's kid-friendly, all that kind of good stuff, restrooms, shelters. Shower facilities, rinse off area for your ATVs. Everything's all you, it's all there, ready to go. Yeah, there's even a couple tents set up out here. It says free food while it lasts. What? <laughs> it ain't gonna and last long. A, and we got a moonwalk setting up also. Well, that, that's gonna be a lot of fun out there. Well, go have fun, stay uh, safe, and don't flip anything while you're out there. Okay. No. Yep. That sounds like a good idea. All right. Go out and have fun. All right, thank you. Have a good time, and send people out here. We'll, we'll try. We'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. Everybody listening has to go. Val said so. Yeah, get out there right now, and that includes you too, Bill. Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Boy, that that yeah. was a horrible segment, Bill. You didn't get that nice. right off the bat, man. Come on. Ain't that right, Bill? You said, are we talking to me? Oh, are we on? Live? Yeah. Check, check. One, two. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> We're just messing with you, man. Uh, Bill with Porganic Barbecue. What's going on in your life these days? We haven't talked to you in forever, man. I know I've uh, I've been a little busy uh, busy the last uh, six months or so, but uh, we're back now and uh, we're ready to start smoking on uh, the side of the Atlantic. Well, that's good. We're glad that you're back from over there and back into uh, friendly soil. Yeah, and I was able to achieve uh, and get two more countries knocked out uh, smoking pork in them. So that was uh, that was good. I've, I've about got all of the uh, the countries over in the Middle East uh, covered now. <laughs> I don't think introducing them to pork is their way of life, man. So. Yeah, yeah, but you got to look at it this way. At least he has a, a better plan than a buddy, uh, some buddies of mine that went into the Navy so they'd have a girl in every port. At least he's just cooking every pork in every port. You know what I'm saying? There you go. So, I'm glad you said hey, it. You know, if, if Dennis Rodman can be, bring peace to North Korea, I think that they can, can bring us all together. I, I, I have no qualms about that, my friend. Everything's better with bacon. You got that right. Exactly. <laughs> well, now, uh, you say you're cooking over here. Are you uh, getting back into the contestual side of it, or are you just doing this for fun? No, no, no. We're uh, we're, we're ramping up for uh, Pig Fest at the uh, end of January. Uh, we're going through a lot of uh, R&D right now. Uh, the latest uh, science project that I was working on was uh, a uh, bacon uh, jam, a, ch- a dark chocolate bacon jam that uh, that we've we're, we're still perfecting. Uh, but uh, we've we've about got that fine tuned. So that is uh, that is the newest thing that we're going to be serving up this year is the uh, dark chocolate uh, bacon jam with uh, with some of our dishes. Maybe you shouldn't mention that on a radio station yeah, that's now. <laughs> all over the state of Florida. So uh, 
now your competitors will be. <laughs> hey, let's try that. Yeah, you know what? I gotta, I gotta say that what a great, uh, what a great place to be. Your friends must love you. You know that you invite them over for a little R and D on your barbecue. I mean, uh, how nice is that? Yeah, it's amazing. I have uh, friends that just kind of show up when the uh, cooking process is done, but I don't have anybody that's around to help me with it. Oh, sure. That's yeah. when when you see all those automobiles. I thought I seen. I thought I seen Bill drive by. I thought I seen George come over. Didn't wasn't that Braden that just drove by the yeah. house? But as soon as that smoke starts coming from the backyard, everybody starts pulling in. <laughs> hey man, just in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Hey, remind, stop in to see how you're doing. Reminds me of that old story, uh, that book that my uh, daughter has about the little red hen who kept asking everybody who's going to help me plant the seeds, harvest the stuff, and all that stuff. And then when she actually does make the bread, everybody shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody just shows up for dinner time. So. Now we, uh, you know, we in addition to the uh, the bacon jam, we've also uh, we're we're starting to expand sort of our armada. So uh, we'll have a we have a cooking trailer that we uh, we just got. So uh, you know, I'll be right there with uh, Robert uh, now, you know, giving him his clock, making sure that he's on time, yeah. <laughs> and uh, That's good. you know, making sure that we've uh, we can put out a uh, an even better and, and more product because we uh, we keep running out of food when we go to these things. Yeah, well, yeah. So your first, uh, your first foray back into it is coming up at the end of next month. And uh, did you say what is a pig fest? Yeah, it's going to be a pig fest. It's uh, uh, January twenty fifth and twenty sixth, and that is out at the Sun Fund in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. And you know, like always, we'll be raising money for uh, a nonprofit uh, that helps support veterans. Uh, we haven't decided on which nonprofit we're going to go with yet, but uh, we've got it narrowed down to about three or four different ones. Very good. Well, I know that, uh, uh, you know, you're still uh, still serving, you're still active duty, that kind of thing like that, and I know that it's amazing that you you go do what it is you got to do over in foreign lands and then come back here and it's still on your mind and uh, your way of uh, giving back is to cook some delicious and fabulous barbecue and share it with the the great masses of people who show up and then uh, donate the money right back to the very people who uh, pay you to do it for a living. That's awesome. No, no, no problem. We, we love doing it. Um, we have a great crew. You know, the, the problem or the challenge sometimes is, is that, you know, you have a cooking crew that's all active duty or retired uh, military folks and active duty folks, you know, switch out every two or three years. So you kind of have to start back from uh, not necessarily the bottom floor, but, you have to start over from zero with uh, with some guys and just teaching them, you know, and, and showing them the ropes of what competitive barbecue is like, making them put up with guys like Robert. Uh, so, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Well, my suggestion would be stop stop hiring Navy SEALs to come and do the job and start getting some of those Navy cooks off of those aircraft carriers. They could probably help you a little bit more. <laughs> Well, the, the problem with the Navy SEALs is that uh, when I have them uh, come over there and do that, they uh, start writing books and making movies about it afterwards. My recipes <laughs> are never uh, secure. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> hey, listen, anybody who's listening, do yourself a favor and go follow. Uh, go look for Porkganic Barbecue on Facebook. Go and follow them, all that kind of good stuff. Bill uh, does great work out there. Bill, we can't thank you enough for your great service, not only for what you do for the country, but also giving back in the way that you do through barbecue. It's awesome, man. So thank you. Yeah, no no problem, guys. And I appreciate you uh, having me on the show uh, from time to time. And, uh, yeah, please come out and, uh, and and give some of our goodness when uh, when we have it out there at Pig Fest. You got it, man. Thanks for calling. We'll talk again before January, all right? 
Yes, sir. Be good. All right. See you, buddy. Take it easy. Bill Burkett, I mean, telling you, Porkganic Barbecue, go follow them. And wherever they go, you should at least go get a sample because it's really delicious. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford and the great folks that are out there at Bone Valley today. G5 Feeding Outdoors doing ATV, UTV rides. Go out and see them today. Go see both. We'll be here in the studio. We'll be back. Okay, here we go. Big and Wild Outdoors, welcome back. Brayden, Glenn, Jonathan, and Aaron in the studio. We're pulling a name for uh, our uh, Wicked Light. Wicked Light. <laughs> our winner uh, today is, uh, are we going with Colton or Corey? <laughs> Colton. <clears throat> so I guess he was covering both his bases. So either. Uh, yeah, she wrote that because that's what the voicemail says. Oh, was- Colton, Colton, congratulations, my friend. Uh, you've won yourself the uh, Wicked Lights. Uh, Thank you, Steve Austin, for pulling the net tag. That will teach him to come in this room. Yeah, so uh, congratulations. You'll uh, get a lot of uh, many, many years of good use out of that thing, that's for sure. And we're doing another one, aren't we? Are we starting next week? December. Uh, The end of December. We might pull it the the Christmas show the week before. I don't know. It's your call. The week before Christmas show? So that only gives you two weeks to register. What's the the last light? Do you know which one It's a headlamp. Another headlamp? Yes, it's the uh, Wicked Light sent us the, this one here that we're giving away. They gave us uh, two lights, two headlamps, and this gun mount Very style nice. lamp. And uh, I tell you, it's uh, yeah, they're they cost a little bit of money, but man, they're such good quality and uh, very very versatile. And you get what you pay for. I tell you what, uh, walking through the woods with it, like I said, coming up on the two coats when I was riding the four wheeler out, they they didn't run. They come, they walked towards us as we drove up to them. Well, they want to know what that green light was all about. It was the red one. It was just unbelievable. It must be a UFO, too. Let's go check it out. See what's in there, man. Yeah. The aliens are coming to get us. It's awesome. As soon as I get some evening time, uh, I'm going to try it around my place because the coyotes have been coming up. Um, Mosquito Control has uh, some sentinel chickens out doing their studies and checking for different viruses. And uh, every evening, they've tried to get into those pens that they made to hold the chickens in. They, oh, so far really? They have survived. <laughs> Uh, everybody says, Glenn, you should have built your chicken pens like they have because apparently uh, every time you build a chicken pen, they get eat. Well, that was about a 9,000-pound bobcat that was doing that damage, so that's a little different critter. Taking my turkey and everything along with it. That's but. true, but, uh, you know, if if you need a new uh, coyote choke, they got some nice ones up at G5 if you want to Well, they fit a Charles Daly because that's the only thing I got that uh, has a uh, interchangeable uh, choke system. Sure, I might probably fit one on there. I think it uses the same as a Beretta, doesn't it? I can or Remington. Mm-hmm. Well, either one, I think. So it'll it'll be fine. We have them for both. It's all good. Choke that bad boy down and saw that thing in half, man. We ain't got to go that far. I think we can get probably 20 yards from it. I just it. tried to give you the Bill George uh, <laughs> attitude. It doesn't matter if it blows up or it pokes a little hole in it. Dead is dead. So I know Wade's been itching to do it, so maybe uh, I'll loan him my headlamp. Well, uh, before we get out of here, I wanted to remind everybody that uh, Bone Valley today, we got the uh, ride going on out there with uh, G5 Feeding Outdoors. Uh, you bring a couple of cans of food. Uh, Val suggested that you bring two per person. That way, uh, that's your cost to get in. And then another one to uh, go and uh, ride around on the ATVs, test drive them around there. And if you actually have an ATV and show up out there, then I guess it would basically just cost you one can of food if you want to drive your own around out there. So it's all good. And don't forget, next Thursday night, 
Uh, ladies' night out at G5 Feeding Outdoors. It's the holiday sale kickoff going on from 5.30 till 8. They're going to have food and drinks, raffles, giveaways, and prizes all out there for the ladies' night. And uh, you might want to go out there for that. Yeah, and don't forget next week if you're looking for some good Christmas ideas and some um – especially with the fishing-related area. We'll be out there at Southeastern Tackle for uh, their drive to for uh, Metropolitan Ministries to collect some food for the hungry. and uh, Bring a can of food or two or 10 bucks or whatever, make a donation, and you'll get it back. I'm telling you, you'll get it back in spades in savings because they yes. got stuff up to 80% off out there. And it's just not stuff that you don't you're not going to use. I mean, they've, they've really got some discounts on a, a lot of fishing uh, name brand stuff and uh it's yeah. a it's a good day so come on out and make plans for that sunglasses uh, bubba blades reels rods nets cast nets i mean they got did somebody buy there? some bubba blades last year that I was i did yeah uh, i got one yeah you. one or two i got one i got a couple <laughs> i thought y'all were trying to buy them out that was such a good deal on them they were they were fabulous deal <laughs> That's or, right. or what do you talk about when Braden walked out with a bag of them? I'm like, oh, yeah, you think that's something? Hang yeah. on just a second, big yeah. boy. Yeah, let's see what else you got in here. Uh, but we'll be out there broadcasting live. Jonathan won't be there because he'll be out playing around in the woods. But I'm sure if Bill George is back, uh, he'll be there to uh, regale us with his adventures with Carlos up in Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm waiting on pins and needles to hear that story. Well, I know, too, that you always come up with some great gift ideas that you bring in year after year. Uh, so maybe you'll share some of that next week as well. So, um, and some of that is kind of crazy stuff too, but that's what makes it interesting. I think yes. my, where do you find some of that? Stuff? I think my big gift for me this year, I think I'm going to go with, um, <clears throat> Aaron, you might not have heard about this cause you're a hipster. You know all about this stuff. Yeah, but I think she'll be I buying think, a hunting license next year. I think I want to go with, uh, I think this year I want uh Sasquatch soap. Have you seen Sasquatch soap yet? It's, it's kind of hair. It comes with its own hair first, so you don't have to worry hair. about it. Nice. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Do you have nice. it? No. <laughs> I love a... that you always call me a hipster. I'm so, I, and you always call me young, too. I oh, love you're so, it. You're so young and hip. It's all, uh, I can't believe you're not going to the ukulele festival today. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sasquatch soap. I'm going to give it a shot this year. See what I got. Well, there you go. That would be interesting. Check it out. I have not seen look it. it up. I, I, I might have to check into it now. Yeah. Curiosity. You'll see. It's a, it's a, I think you'll like it. Well, I might get it and then wash my head with it. Maybe it'll start growing some hair. <laughs> I don't think that'll work. <laughs> hey, before we get out of here, I did want to uh, mention that uh, it seems like our, uh, our uh, partners in the financial world, China, is so desperate for pork that it's actually buying it from America again. It seems that there is a uh, horrible disease uh, traveling through. It's uh, killing all their hogs over there in China, which is good news literally for the United States. China, the third largest buyer of pork, uh, said that they are going to go through 3,300 metric tons uh, so far, and they've now imported it uh, even with the uh, imposed tariffs on U.S. pork. Hog futures rose 4.4% in Chicago in the most in two weeks. The African swine fever is the the culprit that's reportedly wiping out all the hogs. <clears throat> so far, 600,000 pigs have been uh, taken out of there. So if you got hogs laying around, you want to make a little extra cash. China needs it for some mushu pork. There you go. They need it. They love it. They want some more of it. Obviously, we're not sending it to the Middle East. All right. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're going to see you guys live next weekend out at uh, Southeastern Discount Tackle. We hope you'll see us there. Have a great weekend, you guys.
Stay warm. It's going to get a little cooler next week. I hope. All right, bye.